0: Hey. I'm Haley. I live down the road. I- I'm Mila. You say you're what like allergic <laughs> to, allergic to that? <laughs> I guess <laughs> you <could> say that. <laughs> We say everywhere for that. Oh god. Oh wait, is the camera <laughs> Oh, My bad. My bad. I was uh I was trying to get in the mind state in the mind frame of this uh new I guess it's not really new. It's uh, a year old by now, but the 2019 Eli movie directed by Saran Boy. I, I think I might have pronounced that wrong, but I uh, apologize. That that that's that's how it's going to be that way. Um, y'all let me know how to pronounce that shit. Um, they are actually known for directing Citadel and Sinister Two. Oh, Sinister Two. I didn't see that one. Um, let me see. Okay, so. Um, wait, is that little boy in the sinister too? Hold up, enhance. Oh wait, no, I, I don't think that's him. Oh well. Um. Okay, so back back to the review. This is this is, this is okay. So, hey everybody, welcome back to the Look It All Podcast. This is your host Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media. So today we are discussing Eli. The 2019 uh, American horror film directed by Saron Foy. Uh, screenplay by, by uh, David Chirichillo and Ian Goldberg, Richard and Richard Nying. It stars uh, Kelly Riley, Sadie Sink, Lily Taylor, Max Martini and Charlie Shotwell. It was actually produced by uh, Paramount. MTV Films, oh, and Intrepid Pictures. Okay, but it was uh released by Netflix. Mostly because Paramount had no idea how to um <laughs> market the film, which I can understand to a a, a degree. All right, let me uh, pull up the uh quick synopsis about this. Hmm. <laughs> Hacking the network. Beep, boop, bop. And we're in. Okay, so a boy receiving treatment for his autoimmune disorder discovers that the house he's living in isn't as safe as he thought. Okay, so I've heard a couple people say that this, uh, at an hour, 38 minutes, drama, horror, mystery, uh, obviously rated R, on a budget of $11 million, it's a small film. Jeff Cutter is the uh, uh, cinematographer. Edited by Jason Hillman. Bear McCready is the uh, music artist on there. Or, not the music artist, but he's the, the music uh, composer. Um, This movie is. Is if Bubble Boy goes in a haunted house. Or if Bubble Boy visits. The Haunting of Hill House, or Blind Manor, honestly, either one. Um, it's kind of a trope of two separate movies, almost three separate movies. It's it's a little bit hard to say because there's a third act twist that really solidifies what this movie is about, but the first two acts are only kind of dangling it in front of your face. I personally saw this, uh, marketed on Netflix, just kind of on the front screen saying this was a uh, part of the Hill House, um, producers and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I like the Hill House producers, but really the Hill House producers I like are Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan's the guy that did Dr. Sleep. Mike Flanagan's the guy that has, uh, done Hush. He did the first season of Hill House, uh, almost entirely by himself, had a couple of other writers. He did the first episode of blind manner and didn't do the rest of blind manner and after watching blind manner i realized he has a good team but without mike flanagan's direction i don't think that his his team knows exactly where to go they know how to produce something that looks good but i don't think from a story uh standpoint that the majority of it really stands uh stands apart uh, stands up um on par with Mike Flanagan's other work. Like I said, Doctor Sleep, Hill House. Um, uh, there's there's a ton of other uh, movies that he's done. Flan. I kind of forgot off the top of my head. Uh, Absentia, Oculus, Hush, Before Awake, Origin, Ouija of Evil, Gerald's Game. Like, he has a ton of... Um, he has a ton of uh, credentials behind him that don't rely on jump scares and what i'm seeing in this movie eli is this is relying on all of the same tropes we've seen in other previous horror works um when it comes to uh you know what's 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 down that hall down there oh is that a a scary girl with uh, black hair over over her uh you know face and then like in a little like pj dress that looks like she'd be in like 1920s or something like that it's like we've seen that well how many times has someone closed a mirror and they look at it and there's someone behind them i just feel like we've I, after just watching *Blind manor after just watching uh hubie halloween the there are two big things that uh stand out to me is that a lot of scary movie uh tropes and um uh, story tactics that really kind of start to grind, uh, grind to a halt when you can tell that there is a pattern. And what I'm seeing is Eli is a perfect film that has this so-called pattern. And and it's not just the tropes in the movie. It's the, it's taking elements of other movies and trying to insert them into your movie. But for some reason, it not working because it doesn't feel like an original idea <laughs> so um yeah it says that this movie may, has mixed reviews from critics with praise from its performance and atmosphere and criticism for its slow pacing and tone at an hour and a half roughly an hour and a half i was almost the scariest thing about this was that i was so bored to tears that i had to sit through it any longer it wasn't like I was... And I understand that I've already looked at some YouTube reviewers that do like this film a lot more than I do. I just think that I've seen this... I've seen all of this done better in other movies and other films. And... The natural progression of the story is, is not there. It's just like things are happening. Things are... Uh, it's, it's this kid with an autoimmune deficiency order, I I think is what it's called, um, and, or autoimmune disorder, whatever, uh, something like that, he's basically allergic to going outside, but then they, the only place that he's getting cured is, or he's being taken to is a haunted house, and clearly, it's, like, the most generic haunted house, it looks like they just, they didn't even close up shop from Hill House, and they just, shove them in there, or blind Man, or any, any scary movie set, they were just like, uh, the set's already up, just go ahead and go, 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 you know, they'll never know, they'll, we'll film on the weekends, and they won't know, <laughs> it feels like, uh, yeah, they, they, they try to take, take this trope of this kid having this, this problem, and it's kind of, it's a big metaphor, obviously, for, um, I can't really say without going to spoilers, but it's a, um, you know that they're trying to um, get rid of whatever is in him, if you know what I mean. So, um, you know the disease. So I'll go into what the disease technically is into uh, spoilers. And so, let's uh, think we've done just about all we can with this. I think the child acting's you know he's he's good. He's he's he's. He's having to show emotion when he needs to. It's just the direction is um, is is good. I can see how you know when people are walking into a um, a room and the camera is following them behind them, and then the camera continues to follow them as they go. It, it's not cutting immediately. Yeah, the, I'm seeing some decent um, filmmaking techniques. I'm seeing when he's looking in the mirror and doesn't see the camera. Obviously, doesn't see the camera, but he sees himself. There's a uh, there's some cool stylistic flares like that, but I, like, the entire time I was just ready for this kid to just go super saiyan on this, because when they're, when he's, uh, uh, the majority of the time, even on the trailers, this is not spoilers, he's, uh, he's going, breaking out into, like, these kind of hives or something like that, it's, it's like the worst hives you've ever seen, um, so yeah, um, let's hop into spoilers, I actually want to talk about the the plot of this movie, just so I can make sure I got all of it, because, uh, um, I was kind of watching this a tad, and, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I watched my phone a little bit, I'll look up, I'll come down, I, I didn't feel like I missed much, to be honest, but in case I did, let's do the po- uh, po- plot, the, the fucking plot, <laughs> uh, let's see, And with my name being Eli, I was a little bit... I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I like this. Eli does not approve. I'm Elias, the the real Elias. I was here before this motherfucker. (laughs) All right, so the plot for Eli. This will be spoilers, obviously. Eli Miller is a young boy suffering from a rare disease that causes severe allergic reactions to the outdoors forcing him to live his life in protective gear. His parents, Rose and Paul, have taken him to Dr. Isabel Horn's secluded medical facility, a large old house that has been uh, modernized and quarantined. Eli is initially overjoyed that the facility allows him to remove his bubble suit, embracing his parents and enjoy comforts previously denied to him, his joy is short-lived, however, as he begins to experience supernatural phenomena in the house. He also begins his treatments that are excruci- excruciatingly painful. That specters repeatedly leave him the message, Lie. And Eli begins to wonder if they are trying to warn him about Horn's treatments. So, that is not a... You, you, they're leaving... The, they're reshuffling the word the the name Eli to lie it's like oh that's a i wonder how you did that you know that instant classic just like that oh um and i've the predictability of this movie is ridiculous I was like all right these these things are obviously not trying to hurt you as bad as the uh the nurses are trying to um Eli befriends haley as haley a young girl whom he speaks through her large window in the house's first floor she's the only person who believes his uh his claim that the house is haunted big ass trope i've seen this before she tells him none of the other patients horn treated left the facility implying that they died eli discovers the word lie is actually the inverted number 317 <gasps> 317 the passcode to horn's office it's like oh wow what's Let's see how many things we can change the word Eli to. Okay, Eli, we have lie. We can put the three to make it like a... Uh, 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 the L can be a, a, seven, a 317. It's like, what the fuck? 317? <laughs> okay, the passcode to Horn's office. When he investigates the office, he finds Horn's uh, records of past patients showing that all of them were killed by the third final treatment. Keep this in mind that this was fucking... Fifty-five minutes into the movie, I believe, and before anything really takes off, so you're you're an hour into this before things really even start to happen. Or if anyone believes him, the the, the parents see how bad this kid's spazzing out, and they treat him like hey, shit. They put they end up putting him in the damn dungeon. Uh, Eli unsuccessfully tries to persuade his parents that they need to leave the facility, but Paul tries to drug him unconsciousness. Hurt and confused, Eli barricades. Himself in Horn's office, he finds a photograph of Horn and her assistants dressed as nuns in a hidden passageway as uh, to an underground room with religious paraphernalia. Um, yeah, and they all look like nun- nuns the entire time they're doing the nurse. Uh, um, you know, as as they're acting like nurses, they're they're really supposed to be nuns. You know, this is like a big exorcism kind of shit. Um, Horn locks himself inside, and he experiences an allergic reaction and passes out. When he wakes, he finds oh, so I, they say Horn. I think he, they mean Eli. Eli locks himself inside, and Eli locks himself inside, and he experiences an allergic reaction and passes out. When he wakes, he finds he can breathe, and he actually has no disease. Rose, feeling guilty for deceiving him, deceiving Eli, goes to him. Eli pretends he's still unconscious. When she opens the gate, he knocks her unconscious with a crucifix and flees but is captured by Horn and his father. His mother regains consciousness and finds a dagger in the crucifix. She also discovers that the stone monument in the room conceals the bodies of Horn's previous patients bound and adorned with religious symbols horrified and enraged she have, she forces her way into the treatment room but Paul subdues her it is then revealed that actually that, that sorry it is then revealed that Eli is actually a child of satan and his allergic his allergic reactions were manifestations of his emerging powers Horn begins the third treatment, quote unquote treatment, a religious ritual meant to end Eli's life. When she tries to stab him with the sacrificial dagger, Eli uses telekinesis to lift Horn and her assa- uh, assistance in the air, spin upside down, resembling the cross of St. Peter, then bursts them into flames. He also sets the house afire. Eli's mother reveals that she wants a son she want that she wanted a son so badly, she turned to Satan, who led that Eli would be a normal child. Eli's father advances with the dagger, but Eli kills him with a crushing Eli kills him by crushing his face. Eli and his mother leave the burning house where Haley gets where Haley greets him, again telling Eli he is stronger than the others who are his half-siblings, devil children too. She reveals that she too is a child of Satan, and that she was unable to tell him, as he had to find and prove his own power. She offers to take Eli to his true father when he accepts. Haley wonders if Eli can trust his mother. He indicates that he can. And the film ends with Rose driving the two children away from the burning facility. So I guess Eli Part 2 on the way to the devil's house. On the way to the devil's house. Ayy. On the way to the devil's house. Ayy. What the fuck was that? <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to make sure that I saw everything correctly. Yes, this was this was pretty much the fucking movie. Um, Bubble Boy is actually uh, the Omen or something like that. So this is a haunted house movie crossed with the Omen, crossed with uh, you know some exorcism in the middle. But yet I still feel like I'm like wait wait what wait what wait what what is going on? And so. The first hour feels almost complete mon- monotonous to the point of, hey, they're like whispering, hey, I think he's a uh, Satan's kid, hey, 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 I think he's a uh, the Omen kid, oh, 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 I think, uh, I, I think he's the Devil's kid. You know, they're kind of like dropping in little droplets and uh, hints about it, but like, I felt like I had this shit already wrapped up. Forty-five minutes in, I was like, okay, this kid is clearly the devil he they're doing some sort of exorcism on him and the things that they're having him do are just you know very um i don't know how to how to say it but you know they're hard to watch you know they're drilling and poking him and they're performing experiments and trying to get him to i guess get the devil out of beat the devil out of them you gotta beat the devil out of it you know like bob ross um so they were just trying to beat the devil out of them and so nothing wrong with that but uh the the way to get there was just fucking stupid and ridiculous Uh, 98 minutes and i feel like 90 minutes of it was was complete bullshit um so yeah so even with the producers of hill house and gerald's game they still managed to pump out a pretty mediocre film Again, I did see people on YouTube say this is a better film than what I'm saying. I'm, give, I'm giving it a little bit more shit because I know they can be better. I know that the, having the, uh, what's her face, Haley, at the very end of the movie say, I'm one of them too. And then her eyes are, burp. like, I was like, this is some fucking Disney Channel ass bullshit. I was, I was... This is so cheesy and corny. I was—they think that the audience is stupid. They—they they clearly do. They were like, "All right, these people aren't going to be paying attention, so we got to make sure that they really know that she's the devil child as well." And it's like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I cannot believe you did that." That—that <laughs> that was my only thing. I was just, uh, you know, among many things. I was just like, "That's ridiculous." Um, again the parents, I thought they were, you know, they're, they're fine actors, um, uh, Max Martini and, uh, uh Kelly Riley, we've seen them in other things, Kelly Riley, she was in, uh, True Detective Part 2, she's been in, she's been in tons of things, I don't, I can't even put my foot on, uh, my finger on what, game, uh, Sherlock Game of Shadows, she was in Flight, she was, uh, well, what She was in uh, Black Box. Uh, you know, like I said, True Detective. Uh, she's been in tons of stuff. She's in Yellowstone. I need to check that out, actually. Uh, Max Martini. I remember him seeing In the Unit. My dad loved that. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, the Great Raid. 13 Hours, I guess. The Divergent series. Um, he's in tons of stuff, too. So, And Charlie Shotwell. I'll just check see what he's done. Captain Fantastic. I love that movie. I should probably go back and check that. He was um he must have been really young in that because that was a while ago and he's already young now so i i think this kid definitely has a career in front of him i i want to see him in more let me see he was in a yeah the only thing i've really seen him in was uh he's got some man oh man down was a movie he was he was in man down captain fantastic the glass castle all the money in the world he's been in some he's been in some shit not gonna lie um and he's gonna be in the superhero It's going to be young uh, Morbius, I guess, in that new Morbius movie. That's kind of cool. Um, So maybe something to check him out in. So maybe this wasn't a complete waste of time, which I don't think it was. I think it might be fun for some people, you know, if you just have really low expectations. Again, I give this uh, a 6 out of 10. Classic 6 out of 10. Could be a whole lot better, but didn't exactly piss me off. So there you have it. Eli. Pass me the ball. That's what this guy used to tell me all the time in uh, high school. He'd always be like, Eli. I'm like, dude, my name is Elias, man. Can you not? <laughs> he'd be like, Eli, pass me the ball. And I, of course I would. I fucking sucked at basketball, so I'd always pass him the ball. I didn't, I didn't give a fuck. I just, just quit keep calling me Eli. <laughs> always drove me fucking nuts. I'm like, my name's Elias, man. Take it easy. So, anyways... Thank you for listening, watching Look It out Podcast. Let me know how I can improve on the podcast. Let me know if I can uh, you know, go in a little bit more, if I'm going too hard on the movie. I, am, I think they said this got like a 46% or something on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, let me see if I can find this. Um, 40, 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.7 IMDb. Yeah, they, they said bucket. Um, but yeah, so... Um, I did want to mention real quick that we have a Lucky Dog Patreon page starting up. We're kind of doing a soft launch on it. I'm letting people know via um, the podcast right now. So we have three tiers on the Lucky Dog Podcast Patreon. For the first tier, for $3 a month, we are offering monthly retrospectives of movies five years and older. You will have access to all those uh, retrospective movies and um, upcoming ones uh, through the Lucky All Podcast Patreon. The second tier, all access Patreon. Um, this is going to include for five dollars a month. We are also offering reviews on animated television shows such as uh, movie. Uh, sorry, shows like Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh. You remember SpongeBob? We're going back and checking all those. Classic, uh, animated shows out as well as this includes the uh, monthly retrospectives as well and early access to new podcasts as uh, as well. So, uh, you'll get the main feed early access for five dollars a month as well. So, for Lucky VIP, sounds like someone's downstairs. I'm Lucky VIP, we have um, we have everything I just covered. The monthly retrospectives over five years and older. You get access to all the retrospectives. You get the animated television reviews as well. You also get early access to new podcasts as well as access to the entire Lucky Dog podcast library. So let me know what I can do to improve the podcast. Doing this all for y'all. We have tons of podcasts.